fisted toward right. Look at that ball carry. Commercial. Okay. <laughs> we don't have the audio though. I didn't realize there was pre-roll. Well, there's no audio yet. You know we can just see you right now, Warren. Right? Yeah. Oh. Wait, no, you can... I haven't clicked on Andy yet. See, there I am. There's Andy. Well, that's... The commercial's going. Oh, we're going to lose our sponsor before we get started. <laughs> that is quite the hat that Pete's wearing there. That's quite the breasts that he has now. Ah, uh, well. HD All right, well, that probably, that'd probably not work. First screw-up in the history of this podcast. Is Kiana Kim the girl from the uh, Taste Great Less Filling, like, ripping clothes Budweiser commercial? Or Bud Light? Or... I don't even know what you're talking about. She's some sort of um, quasi-celebrity. Great. Married to a very handsome athlete. <laughs> Is that what All you're right. calling him? Okay, so Mike, you yes. um, you had your nephew ball league tonight. Maybe you want to, for, for the all f- two of our viewers who don't know what it is already, maybe you want to explain the concept of your league. Sure. Well, it's not even really my league. I mean, I had this idea years back to do a, try and assemble, we call it Neffy Ball, to try and assemble a team of as terrible of players as we could possibly put together. But guys that still got at-bats based off of Dusty Baker playing Neffy Perez. And it turns out, we did it the first league under my rules, which were bad. And there's a site, rasball.com. It's a, it's a great fantasy baseball uh, resource website, if you guys ever ever head over there. I've written a couple um, Cubs fantasy baseball previews for them in the past. They and pay they, you for that? No. And they had perfected they had perfected uh, this scoring system to make it actually way better than what I was doing, where anything good your guy does gives you negative points, and the bad things your guys do do give you positive points, which is terrific. So we just concluded our – it was actually a very quick draft, but very, very – there was a lot of rounds. There was like a 25 – 25, I think, round draft. So I have to give you guys my my team. So this is an order of picks, and they just get and and bear in mind that position players, for the most part, these guys tried to score or even out the scoring as best they could. But pitchers are a little bit undervalued still in this league. So do you want to share your screen and show it, or do you just want to oh, read I it guess off? I could. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, Not, that's very techy. Yeah. Hope it works as well as the P. Rose commercial did. <laughs> It'll. That's what we aspire to. Yeah. Okay. I don't have my glasses on, so I'll have to read it like this. <laughs> oh, this is this is good. We're seeing a picture of. <laughs> All right. Whoa. Are you guys getting that? Yeah. <gasps> okay. It's, can't really read it, but yeah. Oh, well, that's All right. No, it's it's. Oh well. There you drafted a burrito in round four. I'll just. Uh, that's useless. Then I'll just read it to you guys because it'll take the same amount of time. All right, so I where did it go now? Started off with uh with Dustin Ackley out of out of Seattle. Got you know, He's Australian. Sure. Do those do those count double? 
yes. or in reverse because he's from Australia. Because he's from the yeah. Adipodes. So he, his career is his career circling the drain in the opposite direction. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> Two points to Dolan. So Dustin has more jokes to get bring, to it. Bringing in the Coriol Coriolanus? No, wait, the Coriolis effect. I had seventh overall pick, so that was that was my first choice. Was Dustin Ackley? I got Kelly Johnson, a, a former everyone thought was good player who's just absolutely terrible where is, now. Where is he now? Tampa Bay. Oh. Tampa Bay. Uh, See, the benefit of getting the guys that people thought were good—that's huge. It's name because yeah, everybody's willing to still willing to take a bet on them, you know. Oh yeah, my team is all well, not all, but there's a lot of there's a lot of young bad guys who might not even get playing time, and then there's some some guys that used to be good and will still play or have big contracts. That's another thing: big contracts where people just feel obligated to play them. Mm -hmm. So with my third pick, pick I took Alcides Escobar from the Kansas City Royals. He's my starting shortstop. I was the first one. There were two White Sox, Gordon Beckham and Adam Dunn, that went before. A single cub. I was the first one to take a cub. Can you guys guess which cub I took first? Uh, I know which cub you didn't take first if you want to win the league. Which one? Well, you wouldn't have taken Louis Valbuena if you wanted to win. <laughs> because Louis, take... Louis's going to win the Triple Crown. I did not take Louis Valbuena, but I which did take... Frank Cox caught stealings. And... For three, three rounds in a row, I took cubs. Okay, the first four, cub four, taken then. Ian Stewart. Um, no. No. Pitcher or position player? I need one position hit. player. I didn't take I didn't take position player or pos pitchers for quite some time. So these all three of these are position players. Darwin? No, he, Darwin. he went. He went. I think he went in the fifth round though. Mm -hmm. I wore a round. No, he's he's a lot of unproductive at best. Yeah, maybe the sixth round he went, but um, I Scott Harrison. No, he he was picked. I think maybe eighth or ninth round. Nate Sheerholtz. I have him on my team, but this was not a round four pick. Clevenger. Brett, Brett Jackson. No, your Brett Jackson was my round five pick. I took oh, a flyer. I took a flyer on him, hoping that maybe he will. Even a half season of him is going to be nephew ball thinking. gold. That's what I'm thinking. Um, you were close with Clevenger. Oh, Wellington? Wellington Castillo with my number four. What if he's, he, what if he's actually good? He yeah. wasn't terrible. He's, he's not. not. I mean, he's going to hit 250, but I he's going to have a, I can think of a lot worse guys than him. He had pretty outstanding nephew ball numbers in 170 at-bats last year. Well, you sit him when he, when he hits against lefties because he crushes them, Still, which means he, he must be completely fair. helpless against right-handers. He had... 51 strikeouts in 170 at bats. And one, free, that's less than one in three. He's the, he's the most disciplined guy on the team. Then. Yes. So you got Wellington for my fifth round. This is a total flyer, but I did take Brett Jackson, assuming that he is going to be. Yeah. Either Soriano's going to get moved. I think he'll be up sometime in, in May, maybe June. Uh, with my sixth round pick, Dolan, I knew you would never forgive me if I didn't take him. So... Manning third base for my Kermit's Hermits in the 2013 right. season. Louis Valbuena. Is Louis Valbuena. Well, welcome to last place. <laughs> Louis going off this year. My, uh, my seventh round pick was Ruben Tejada, a shortstop from the Mets. Oh, yeah. yeah he's inept. Dolan, <laughs> Dolan you're, you, would, you would also very much appreciate my eighth round pick. Uh, this is a Philadelphia Philly who you have a fondness 
for a particular. He said outfielder for the Phillies that he were a new Philly. Philly. Oh, uh, uh, what's his name? Well, uh, Demi- Dimitri's brother. I can't think of what his real name is. Oh, <laughs> Ray- yeah, Delman Young. Delman Young. Delman. Delman. Yeah, Delman Young. He's gonna be amazing. Who got, I have a who got Juan Pierre? Well, he lo- he he's already what? lost the starting job because Juan. Yeah. Dominic Brown took starting job yeah. away from it. I I don't think I think I don't think I think he'll get a fair number of at bats though. Um, yeah, yeah. Juan Pierre, Juan, someone everyone was asking why I didn't take Juan Pierre, um, because I just don't think he's going to get enough at bats. But he went, well, he went. A, plus, on a four by four league, he actually isn't that bad. I mean, he gets he gets hits and he steals bases. So. That's not what this is though. Uh, then, oh, okay. Well, he gets caught stealing uh, all the if, time. If this was an actual fantasy baseball league, you should have asked so many questions about my choices so far. Oh, yeah, um, <laughs> I, I mean, I didn't, I, I didn't realize, I, yeah, I didn't realize what stats you were following. I uh, only have two and a half minutes left to get through the rest of these. Round nine, I took Robert Andino, uh, infielder. His reading lists is comedy gold. Um, this is comedy gold. I uh, tenth round pick was Shane Victorino because he's going to get his at bats. Oh yeah, he's awful. Yeah, he's not he, good at all. It's over. It's over for Shane. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I hope 11, the Red Sox enjoy giving him thirteen million dollars. My eleventh round pick is a former Cub. This is the first pitcher I maybe that anyone took. The first picture I pitcher I took, and this is a flyer mostly because I hate him. Dolan, Dempster. Dempster. He's gonna get oh, lit yeah. up. In oh the yes. Oh yeah. He has a oh. six plus ERA in Fenway, so he's gonna get trashed. So I had Dempster, Bruce Chen. Uh, I took Jordan Schaefer. I know he's not going to get a lot of at bats from the Braves, but uh, an outfielder for the Braves. But he's uh, he's he's up there. Then I got I got some some names. This is when I started picking names. I got Barry Zito. I got Wandy Rodriguez, both awful. I'm taking a huge flyer on Tim Lincecum. He's either going to continue his downfall or going to be. I heard that he got his fastball back. Nah, I doubt it. Rick I mean, Post- I, you know, it's it's the Cactus League, so whatever. But I heard he's back to 94. So yeah, I don't buy it. Rick Porcello, Phil Hughes, this is another name guy, Josh Beckett. Oh, I don't know. He Did you see his oh, ERA? Wow. In, yeah, Beckett's not a good pick. His Beckett. ERA in... in uh, oh, it's a great pick. He's, it's a great pick. He's he's definitely going to pitch. He's never going to lose a spot in that rotation, and he's awful. He's, and like you said, it's, it's Cactus League. Yeah. Uh, I took Mike Leak with the hope that Dusty will ruin him. Then I took Nate Sheerholtz. And then this is just filling in bench, guys. I took Daniel Descalso. That's my, the only Cardinal I think I have on the team. J.J. Hardy, Eric Hosmer, John Mayberry, uh, and Haas. Steve. You took Haas, really? Oh, yeah. He's got he's got good nephew ball numbers. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine he'll do that again, though. I think he's because he's, he's actually good. He's yeah, a terrible year last year. He's a bench guy. Um, John Mayberry and Steve Lombardozzi. So that's my nephew ball team with 20 seconds left to spare before this window closes. So I'm just going to close it. So okay. B- I'm going to give you a little. I'm going to yeah. give you a little analysis here. Okay. Here's if you don't want to play Wellington against the lefty pitcher. This these were his stats against lefties last year. He hit 476 with a 532 <laughs> on base, a 667 slugging. That's a 1.199 OPS against lefties. Uh, however, against righties, <laughs> yeah, he hit. Exactly. He hit 195 with a 273 on base and a 336 slugging for a 609 OPS. So the uh, predominant number of his at bats will be very productive for you. Yeah. So it's basically like he's batting twice each at bat against against lefties. Is what yeah. it's down to. The one batting thing about the third team, against lefties. Too, just because um, 
just because that you know it's so hard to follow like these because basically this league is a lot harder to play in than like a normal fantasy league because you have to actually pay attention to guys you have to pay much more attention to injuries you have to pay much more attention to guys getting called up um, and you actually you know you have to follow it but the the beauty part is that we just the rosters are set at the beginning of each week so like unfortunately like I won't be able to just manage Wellington, micromanage him, but I can certainly look ahead in a week and pick probable starters. And let's be honest, I'm going to forget about this league in like a week, if not a month into the season. Yeah. But it was a good draft. I'm excited about it. And we just lost, uh, lost Andy and he's coming back. Hopefully. Are you back? You, the viewing public needed to know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so what else is new with you guys? Uh, I'm getting ready for my fantasy baseball league, but nobody really wants to hear about that because it's, it's, it's needlessly complicated and there's real money on the line and it's, yeah, nothing's more interesting than somebody else's fantasy league. So is that mine? Well, yeah. Yours. Yeah. Except yours. Yeah. I'm just, uh, mourning the, uh, the death of Brian Urlacher's Bears career. So I think uh, we should, I I think we should talk today. bears for the next two hours. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, what I'm mourning is the fact that um, bears fans are just as dumb as every other. It's, it's, They're the same people. Yeah, sports fans. Sports fans. Well, I know they are. are dumb. Well, didn't I actually say I know they're dumber than Cubs fans because you have to include the White Sox fans in there too? Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there's like, how could they let him go? Say, like, did you see him last yeah. year? He can't even bend over, much less chase anybody. Yeah, they offered him two million dollars, and it was an insult to him. I would love to be insulted for a quarter <laughs> of that money. So, Phil Facebook. Emery called me. Yeah, Facebook was an abomination. It was ridiculous. And like the other thing is too, um, whatever. I don't even want to talk. Well, I'm not good at talking football, but um, did um. I'll segue seamlessly. Perfect. Did you see either of the games that WGN had on this weekend? Cubs and I saw whoever. bits and pieces of the one on Sunday. I didn't. So see it was the it was our the Saturday game. It was our first exposure to Jim Deshays as the color announcer. Sure. Let's just say I hope he was trying too hard because it was awful. How so? <laughs> well, just a lot of really groaner. Jokes. I, oh, because Bob Brenly had zero. They're worse, or they were worse. I think he's. I think he's funnier. I think he was just trying too hard. Yeah. Right. And anyone is funnier than Bob Brenly. Well, he you, didn't do the really most hilarious thing ever, which is the, which is the, uh, um, you're right. Ugh. Whatever. You're I'm right. Gonna, I'm wrong. I'm gonna lock myself in the garage with the car on. Wasn't that his? <laughs> Yeah. That might have been more than what Bob said. <laughs> so they might kill me now. I don't, you know. But uh, the analysis the not across the street. I thought Jim Deshay's actual analysis was good, but then he tried to make a funny every once in a while, and you could tell they were prepared and they were just. Ugh. So I think he's gonna be fine, but it was it was not a good it was not a good um, debut. It's spring training it's spring for the training. Who cares? That's right. It is. I mean, he doesn't have the advantage. Len's been doing, like, every game with the great Mick Gillespie or whatever the guy's name is. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's radio death, too. 
whenever that guy talks. Especially, so. uh, it seems like they they don't actually do like a color thing. You know, it's just like yeah, they just, one of they them just will take turns. One of them, yeah, they ba- basically take turns trying to be Vin Scully, and it's fine when it's Len the, does it. It's the it's... Bob Uecker, um Pat Hughes model when they were in Milwaukee. Yeah, where they were they were in the booth together a lot, but they rarely ever talked when the other one was an out when the other one was doing play by play. And it was it actually was... weird because all of a sudden Euchre would throw out some smart ass comment, and you'd forgotten <laughs> that he was even there, <laughs> that he was uh, sitting there for the last hour and a half. Yeah, I love that. He probably wanted in to pick up another beer. And... Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I, hey, hey, there's a game on. I watched but they, nothing, um, but I thought um, it didn't, was was the White Sox, when did the Cubs and White Sox, but was that at the end of the week or was that over the weekend? That was, over that was Friday. Okay. I didn't watch that one. That apparently the was Hawk, Hawk and, and yeah. Stone. They're Hawk yeah. and Stone, sorry. Didn't watch that one at all. Or DJ. That would have been good, too. That would have been amazing. Yeah. Not at all. But the, it was weird because it was a split squad, and the Cubs had – they sent most of the, like – the guys who were going to make the team went to Vegas for two games, and Dale went with them. But Pat and Keith apparently went to Vegas to do those games, and then Len and Jim stayed behind to do the games in Mesa. And I can only um, figure that they that Pat wanted to take Keith to uh, Vegas because he was hoping that Keith would get lost on the roof of a hotel. <laughs> And he would never, we would just not have to bring him back. It's funny but that unfortunately, I think that. he made it back. Yeah, it's funny that you say that because I've actually been on the roof of of one of the hotels there. A friend of mine, uh, we were. It was for spring break in one. I don't remember what year. College. Two. Yeah, in college, and one guy uh, knew a the like the head of security for. It was like one of the shitty. It's like Bally or, or, or Harris. Is there a Harris there or something? Anyway. Sure. Sure, I don't know, whatever. But we we wound up on top. It's 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 across the street from the one that has the volcano water effect. Thing. The Super Eight, yeah, has the volcano. I think and the the best Western is nice. I've been to that one. Yeah. <laughs> At any rate, they have a damn casino. Oh, that wasn't Vegas. That was DeKalb. <laughs> <laughs> I was kidding. Sure. At any rate, it was kind of freaky because it's, uh, I don't know, 20 some odd, probably stories tall, 30 stories tall or whatever. And like when you're on the roof, there's no, like, I don't know how OSHA allows it, but there's no guard of any kind. So you can walk right up to the edge of the edge of the, well, the edge of the roof and hang your toes over and look down. And it's like 30 stories down, which pretty freaky. (laughs) It's, it, it didn't freak me out as bad, but it, it freaked me out to watch my brother do that. And I'm like, shit, he trips over his own goddamn feet every day. Well, that's weird that it didn't freak you out more because you were like an extra 10 feet higher than anyone else. <laughs> See, that's the thing. I'm, I'm used to that. I'm used to, you know, yeah. used to elevation. Yeah, what if you, I, what if you like... caught one of your big red shoes and <laughs> tripped and fell up? Man, you guys have wild times. You know the security guy at a casino and you make him take you up onto the roof. Yeah, well, he also got us into some uh, the comedy club for free and and some other stuff. I don't know. We saw Graham Elliott. I don't know, if, or no, Graham, Graham, someone. I don't know. I don't know what that wow. is. Wow, Graham Lloyd, no. Graham Elliott, Graham. I don't know. I, Parsons. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't tell many jokes. He sung a bunch of songs, but he didn't tell a lot of jokes. I don't know wrong with that guy. <laughs> the hell, man. Yeah. I think the Cubs might regret um, airing the games, letting WGN air the games in Mesa, though, because um, 
Javi Baez, who oh. they knew was going to be sent to Class A like immediately afterwards, was freaking ridiculous yeah. in those two games. He hit he'd hit home runs on his last two swings. On his, he hit a home run, a game winning home run on his last swing on Friday in the split squad, and then Saturday he hit he hit home runs on the first two pitches he saw. And then, so he comes up, and Deshays was right. He said, well, you guarantee he's going to swing here. I mean, why wouldn't you want to try to hit four home runs on four pitches? And he completely missed it, and he hit it about 385 feet to the wall where it got caught. Yeah. Dude, his swing is ridiculous. It yeah. looks like he could swing three times at the same pitch. It's so fast. That was when that was one of the highlights of spring training. He Even when he – Solar was the same way. Even when they were making outs, like they were just, just rocketing the ball all over the field. I mean, it was they were hard hit line drives. Yeah. It was fun watching them. Uh, yeah, I, I try not to get excited, but damn, yeah, just just the way people are talking about both of those guys. I mean, I haven't seen prospects as good as those two since um, Brooke Keish, Brooks Kishnick and Kevin Ory. <laughs> I knew it was going to be. A good so I'm excited. <laughs> Uh, I mean, they don't have they don't have Gary Scott bat speed, but maybe they'll get there. Well, someday. someday. Not everyone can be a David Kelton. Dolan. <laughs> the next Chipper Jones. The next. The next <laughs> he he wore number ten. Or something. Well, he couldn't have wore ten. I, well, I don't know why Chip, why Chip called him the next Chipper Jones, other than the fact that Chip is insane. I suppose he saw him naked. That probably had something to do with it. I So I'm sure you guys probably watched the uh, – well, Warren, you probably went to the uh, finals of the World Baseball Classic last night. You and uh, – judging by the crowd, you and six of your friends uh, went to <laughs> I actually the, saw one – of, one of my buddies did want to go. Um, I just didn't – I wasn't going to waste vacation time. So. I watched the first three innings. I watched – I watched the – well, I watched the beginning of the game. And so did you see the um, – when they played the national anthems for – did How many Dominican did they and, play? and Puerto Rico? Well, they played, they played some weird, just like song song, which I thought was the Dominican national anthem, but it turned out it wasn't. <laughs> then they played the Puerto Rican national anthem. Um, which shouldn't that just be the American national anthem? Should we... just be ours because we own them. Say, no, it was some. It it was like um, a song you would have heard in the background of like some it... knockoff Star Wars movie. I mean, it was. It's like, how could this be a national anthem? This was, was it Gloria Estefan? I don't. That <laughs> would have been. That's. It was so bad that would have been an improvement. Oh. And uh, the Dominican one, I'm a hundred percent sure that the orchestra just made it up as they went along. <laughs> none of the players seemed to recognize it, and it just it didn't seem to want to end. And then they played. Then they, for no apparent reason, then they played the Star Spangled Banner. And you're like, see, that's a real anthem. <laughs> I was going to say, real, right, real countries, real countries. Oh, we lost him. <laughs> At least we froze in a good spot. With yeah, a claw I was going to say, the, it's, uh, he's probably still talking. <laughs> Why does Dolan have so many technical problems with this? Because <laughs> he, he lives out in the middle of nowhere. Come on. Uh, uh, I'm not happy with me. Oh, there he goes. Oh, he's back. back. So am I the only one that gets kicked out? Apparently. Yes. yes. And it froze for about uh, about 10 seconds in an awesome kind of pose. Yeah, the claw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the claw. Kind of awesome. Yeah. See, I can do that. You'll never know. 
I forget what I was saying, but I was basically talking about how uh, we just stole a beer drinking song from Great Britain and, and changed the words around and made that our anthem. And that's how every country ought to do it. Yeah. Maybe that's what the Dominicans did. But their anthem sucks. <laughs> I forget which... Uh... Well, some patriotic song has the same uh, same melody or whatever as the "God Save the Queen" song. So during the Olympics, they're playing that, and it was like, "Oh yeah, hey, it's um, was America the Beautiful?" No, it's like, uh, for uh, my wife and I just talked about it because I had said this exact same thing. I was like, like, hey, even knocked off "God song. Save the Queen." Yeah, let freedom ring. Well, it's yeah. What, oh yeah, name? yeah. Uh, Ours is better. Well, obviously, because it's about America. Go America. Woo! Yep. I don't think any uh, English colleges ever went to the Orange Bowl. Did they? <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh, we lost again. <laughs> that is so dolan. I... Yeah, my, my new camera doesn't... It like doesn't focus awful well. That's super. Yeah, there it goes. Eh, it's twenty bucks. Well, I guess this yeah. time he's probably just not coming back. So what do you want to talk about? I, I don't even know. I assume um, the Dominican Republic won last night. It was yeah, two nothing when I stopped looking. I think they pretty much won walking away. I think. Yeah, I, I saw two nothing. I thought was, I thought I saw it was still two nothing in like the fifth. Um. I think. Yeah. But I'm assuming they ran away with it. Yeah, they held yeah, they held Puerto Rico to three hits, so <laughs> Oh. Well there you go. Um they had a very it was weird <laughs> of course this is so like geocentric of me, but they had um Jose Reyes. I think Jose Reyes was mic'd up for the Dominican Republic. And of course they were between coming leaving and coming back from commercials, they were going to Jose Reyes. And it was great because you're watching the MLB network and he's screaming stuff in Spanish that I had no idea, of course, what he was saying. And it was interesting, but it was it was the most pointless miking up for a American, an English speaking American male who knows like a, a, a iota of Spanish to have him miked up. He seemed like he was. It didn't even. I. I and decent enough in Spanish where I could pick it up if someone was speaking very, very slowly. Mm-hmm. But it did. It was so like loud and so probably baseball oriented that it didn't even sound like Spanish to me. It sounded like he was just like screaming nonsense <laughs> words. Of course he was. It was Spanish. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh God, I'm just an awful person. No, I, I can't speak a lick of any language, including English. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, well. <laughs> you weren't mic'd up for the World Baseball Classic, though, either. Well, I was. That was the weird part. Yeah. <laughs> but like, and now, to some guy. <laughs> to some dude who's not watching the game. I, it, in, there, it wasn't that sparsely. I mean, Dolan made it sound like there was no one there. It wasn't that sparsely populated. I mean, Because well, was... it, was, it was crazy full uh, in... Uh... What do you call it? When they were playing in Miami. I mean, that was there yeah, was more... There, 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 were, there weren't that many. <laughs> is that a picture of Dolan? There's more than six. Yeah, it's it's Tony Larusa on the phone. I I like that it's now me because the last time I got knocked off, I actually did it myself. And when I reached behind the computer to pull the thing up to show my shirt, I hit the off button. <laughs> so then I had to restart. And now I don't know why I'm not showing up because I'm I'm sure that 
all the female viewers have now tuned out because they can't see me. Right. But at least there's Tony confused on the bullpen phone during the All-Star game. <laughs> when isn't Tony confused? So I don't know. I don't know. I was I had to restart my browser entirely to get it to recognize my camera, so you might be in the same boat. Well, Dolan, are you? Did you have the in your World Baseball Classic bracket? Did you have the Dominican Republic winning? No, I had um, I had Italy. <laughs> I I knew you were gonna say Italy. I did like a Neffy ball thing. I just picked the worst team. I really like the World Baseball Classic, and it doesn't it doesn't bother me that we don't win. Although I would like to see the Americans win. I actually like the fact then that because there's a good chance they're not gonna win, the games are actually tense because yeah. Yeah, you know, oh, so well, it doesn't I mean, bother me they don't win. I I would have liked to have seen them beat f our fifty first state, though, <laughs> and actually get to the finals. That was a little embarrassing. Yeah, to have beaten them once, and then when you really needed to, Nelson Figueroa shuts you out for f six innings. Nelson Figueroa. It was, and I even tweeted this because it's true. I felt like that that game was was good preparation for what it's going to be like to watch the Cubs all season. It was just a, a series of awful at bats, and then a bullpen coming in and what whatever urinating all over himself on the mound and giving up four runs to the most hapless offense in the World Baseball Classic, and that being plenty to hold up. Well, so, I, and I understand the World Baseball Classic, the rules are just like regular season baseball rules that you, after, you know, they're about rainouts and everything. But that first inning or two innings was just, it was like watching, I tweeted out, it was like watching Don Baylor. Oh, weird. It was like watching Don Baylor manage again because it was like, uh, like Angel Pagan let off with a single, got bunted over. I mean, it was it was such like small ball, just because both managers were trying to get a run, just in case their their reins rolled in. And uh, it was it was some it was just boring. It was boring baseball. To watch. And I like the World Baseball Classic. I like the concept of the World Baseball Classic. I realized I didn't watch a single inning of the World Baseball Classic <laughs> till last night. And the only reason I watched it last night is because I was going to eat at that time, and I was just flipping through. I'm like, oh, I'll put it on the MLB network. Completely was, forgot the final was on, realized it was on at that point, watched like three innings and gave up. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't I didn't watch any of it. Uh, well, no, that's not true. I, I actually, I watched the game uh, that, uh, what's his name, the Atlanta Closer Blue um, against yes. the D Dominican. Oh. Kimbrel. Kimbrel. I had no idea. I mean, I knew he had a great season last year. They're showing all these stats. Yeah. Like, last year, the runner in square position. One, his ERA was like .6. He strikes out like seven guys for every guy he walks. And yeah. he comes in, and it's just base hit, base hit, base hit. It's like, really? The, yeah. Oh, oh, well. I was talking, it's funny. Should have brought, uh, I was going to say, they should have brought somebody good, like Joel Borowski. Get him out of <laughs> retirement. <laughs> yeah, I was pitching for Team Poland. <laughs> I was uh they're going to be there next week. Right. I was watching an illegal internet streaming feed uh of that game that cuz uh, my friend of mine's a big Braves fan. His whole family's from Atlanta even though he's from like somewhere in California. But um he w he wanted somebody to be watching it while he was watching it because he was very excited about Kimbrel being in there. But uh, then Kimbrel went and uh, shot the bed. So. Wait, why did you have to watch an illegal? Oh, you don't have TV. I don't have a TV. Yeah, no, I have a TV. I do not have. Uh, I don't have cable. I don't have the MLB network or whatever. So. But it was fine. I mean, other than I probably have like every porno virus 
you know, ever installed on his computer now. But oh, yeah. on your computer, I see. Yeah. Or Dylan, have you got? Be good. As I came, my wife's a nurse. She'll be able to do something about it. Have you gotten any further into the show, Dylan? I played a few more games. I I think it actually is improved, even oh, even I've with heard. even with um, Steve Lyons. Um, <laughs> so I do like it. I think it's more than just a roster update and shifting Houston into the proper league. But I think I'm hoping that this next weekend I'll actually get to spend a little time with it because I I went to a conference last weekend and I wasn't around to play it. Um, so, but I've played three or four full games, and I do like it. I think it's. I don't regret the purchase. No, I heard. It, I heard it. It's basically the culmination of them perfecting that formula for the last several years. Well, yeah, and there's already talk that they're gonna they're gonna develop it for the PS4, and so this one better be a good version of it because it's the one that if you still own a PS3 that you're gonna get for the next few years when they don't spend any time on it. Sure. But yeah, why would you do that? I think that's kind of how every every game company is right now, regardless of what game they're making. They're not building a new engine for it until the next generation has. All that matters is that Saints Row 4... I guess we're in the video game section now, so deal with it. <laughs> All that matters is they released a trailer for Saints Row... Oh, we lost all again. For Saints Row 4... Uh, which is very, very exciting to me because. So you were you were a big fan of Saints Row Three, oh, right? Oh, Saints Row Third was just incredible. It uh, was everything that the if the Grand Theft Auto if Rockstar didn't take themselves seriously, the, that was the evolution of what the Grand Theft Auto series used to be. Is that what and, it is? Because I've heard oh, so many good things about well, Saints Row the Third. I don't know about the first and the second if they're any good, but I've heard so many good things about Saints Row the Third, but I've never actually heard anyone explain what it is. Okay, well, Saints Row, the first one was just them figuring out how to do an open-world game. It was competent, it was fine. Um, they started building their characters, and they, they ended up, you know, throughout the series, building great characters. Second one was great, but super glitchy. Like, a lot of freezes. I don't know how it was on the PC port, but even on the Xbox, like, it literally would freeze your Xbox 360. Would it um, kick Dolan offline? Is that what it would Yes, be? That he was play he's playing Saints Row 2 right now. Yeah. Um, three Saints Row the Third was, uh, I I get the best way to describe it is like all the promise that like really Grand Theft Auto Vice City was. Although I heard I never played San Andreas, I heard it was great. Um, but Grand Grand Theft Auto Vice City was kind of the last time where they where Rockstar's humor actually came from them being not taking themselves seriously as opposed to like, oh, this guy's gay and it's hilarious and this and here's a here's a transvestite and like it was just it was it was the last time that Rockstar didn't take themselves too seriously in making one of those games. Right. And like I, Grand Theft Auto Four was fine, but like it was tedious, honestly, to get to the end of it. Is that the New York one or was that the Yeah. yeah. Um and Saints Row the Third, I mean like and, and the greatest thing about Saints Row the Third is like within the I think like the second or third mission they have you uh, get you get like a briefcase that you can call in missile strikes, and <laughs> most games would give that to you, show you, oh, here's this cool toy, and then be like, now you don't get it anymore for whatever reason. Saints Row the Third is like, nope, you can have that now for the rest of the game, and if like that's the way you want to play it, and like you want to just call in missile <laughs> strikes, basically everything, go ahead, do it. And like it was so over the top. It was the characters are great. Um, Daniel. Uh, 
the guy from the, he played Jin on Lost, and he's in Hawaii Five O. He's Johnny Get. He's one of the main characters. Hulk Hogan was in it. Burt Reynolds was in it. Uh-huh. Um, it was it was and Burt Reynolds shows up. If you haven't played it yet, you mm. should be playing it. It's now going on two and a half years or year and a half old or whatever. At least. Uh, Burt Reynolds' appearance is the most hilarious appearance. He is himself. Um, it's terrific, and you can pick. The soundtrack was good. I thought the soundtrack for two was better, but the soundtrack was good. Um, you can pick you, when you customize your character. You can have them be just a zombie voice the entire game. So like they're literally just grunting as a zombie the entire game. Which hmm. the second time you play through is probably a fun way to play it um, because it's it's hilarious. Like any it, he, he's reacting to all these characters just as as a grunting zombie. <laughs> it is you could probably get it for five bucks right now, and I was so excited to see. I'm a little bit surprised it's coming out in this generation, but I guess they've been working on it since the third one came out. And I was excited to see Toonsis appear. <laughs> um, and uh, and yeah. it's, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. The trailer's awesome. I'm very excited about it. There will be more craziness about it. And I have a, predict it might be the last game I get on this generation of consoles. Yeah. So are you someone that buys the, the new console immediately, or do you wait a while? I didn't for the 360, but only because my wife at the time was in the hospital. <laughs> so I was like, eh, damn you. In hindsight, I wish I had just blown her off and gone and bought the console. Oh, God. And then it was so hard. It was I so can't hard imagine why you're broken up. Was I was so going to say, that seems like a good time to buy it because she's not around. And I was sitting in the hospital. What did you buy? Well, you could have yeah, taken it with and hooked it up to the TV there. I'm sure she wouldn't mind it. This time I'm pre-ordering, though, so I don't get shut out because I didn't get... I think it came out in like November, October maybe, right, yeah. of whatever, 06 I guess that would have been. And um, I wasn't able, it, then there was such hot demand that I couldn't get one until a couple months after the new year. So this time I'm going to pre-order it, which I expect there will be an Xbox 720 or Durango or whatever announcement in the next, I would say, month or so. It's like they're going to do it at E3 or something, right? Or like right before I'm, E3. I feel like they'll do it before so it doesn't get lost. Yeah, I mean, E3 they'll get their thing. own They'll get their own thing. So. Yeah, and then they'll have a lot of game releases or, or game unveils at E3. Yeah. But E3's coming up soon, right? A month or so? month and a half? It's usually, yeah, it's usually either, I think it's usually either April or May. I can never okay. remember. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm, 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 I usually wait a generation, or not a generation, wait a year or so. Wait for the first price drop. Or wait for the first, wait for them to iron out all the red ring problems. Yeah, that's basically what happened to my brother. He he was like you. Well, no, actually, he wasn't like you because he didn't have a wife in the hospital. So he actually stood in line and had pre-order or whatever for the Xbox. And he was one of the guys that got. Uh, uh, what wasn't there was like some class action suit or something against uh, Best Buy for because the only way that they were selling it was with a, just a ridiculous bundle. And he had really? like a, a new face plate and like a whole bunch of like oh. stuff. Like, yeah, no, they there was a required. Uh, there was like there was like an extra two hundred dollars worth of required shit he had to buy. Hmm. So he was kind of pissed off about that. But then, but then there was like threat of legal action, so that they they allowed them to return it. So he returned all this crap, but he kept the face plate because the face plate he got was like wood grain, and so he thought that. Was oh, cool. yeah, that makes it a lot classier. Yeah, no, he liked the seventies uh, vibe. He should have just though. Stuck with the class action lawsuit, and he would have got like a dollar nineteen, and then he could have yeah. used that to put towards a new game. That would have been a good idea. Yeah, yeah. So, 
yeah, so I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm probably not going to buy immediately a new console. Although I say that now, but uh, then when it comes out, I may be like, well. That's why I know I'm going to want it when it comes, the second it comes out, because like I have little to no patience for, I always try and like wait a couple months. Yeah, I've been pretty good about at least getting games, because I have such a backlog of stuff that I'd like to play through. Um, so I've been getting, you know, a lot of used and a lot of uh, discount games when they're, you wait a month and they drop 20 or 30 bucks anyhow. Yeah. But, um, uh, I know this console. I'm gonna want to be on the ground floor for it because, and I feel like they learned a lot from the 360, and like it really became the best console, even though it went through many iterations yeah. uh, of the three. I thought this last generation, so or the big three, I should say, this last generation. So, yeah, I mean, if you look, you, oh, uh, planet wide or whatever you want to say, internationally, it's it's like 50-50 that in the PlayStation 3, but when you look yes, domestic, because of Japan, right? Yeah. When you look domestically, though, I mean, it's like 75% of the market yeah. or something crazy yeah. like that. Because Japan, the split is like 99% to 1% PS3. <laughs> I mean, yeah. there's literally no chance of, a, of an American console getting support over there, so. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, they just like a different kind of game. Right, exactly. And, and for the most part, those are pretty exclusive to the PS3. Right. And do those, do the games in Japan, do they urinate on you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You urinate on them. They have that one urinal game where you pee for as long as your stream goes, you earn points or whatever. I'm sure you yeah. Oh, I gotta get that. Yeah. I want a Japanese PS3 then. <laughs> I pee on mine and all it does is shut off. Which is what happened on my computer a couple of times during the podcast. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it just works. Dylan, do you have a uh, do you have a pick? Do you have, are you playing anything other than the show? You're not having any no. playing the show. No, or, I've probably been playing that. Hmm. Um, I've been jumping from game to game. After playing Red Dead uh, Redemption, nothing's really. You know, I, I I bought Dead Space. I played that for couple of levels and the first it just one? wasn't yeah the first okay. one it was on it was on sale on download on Xbox uh sure. and I played a couple of levels and I just wasn't getting into it and I was like well I mean there will be a time when I am interested in playing this kind of game and it's not right now and I'm, there's no sense in just powering through it you know yeah, if I'm not necessarily enjoying it. Exactly. You know and then I uh, a friend of mine loaned me uh I'd never played a Gears of War game, and he he loaned me the one he owned, which was I think two or three. I don't remember. It wasn't the first one though. And I played that for a while, and it's a fun enough shooter. But it, again, I don't know. I, maybe I'm just video gamed out for a while. But I guess technically I'm still playing. Um, Red Dead. Uh, you haven't finished. Oh, I, I, I finished Red Dead a oh. while ago now. That's what I'm saying. It's like after after getting to like ninety two percent or something on that, I it just nothing else seems quite as. <laughs> interesting or quite as uh, quite as enthralling. So That might be a testament more to Red Dead because that was one of the better games I've played in a while. Yeah, no, definitely. And then that, that is, I think that is the issue. Is like yeah. Everything else just seems kind of like a little bit light. So, Well, I uh, played a bunch. I got my hands on some cheap stuff. Um, most recently, I had a Best Buy reward certificate that was expiring yesterday, so I had to go and see if there was anything. Oh, that's right. Sale. That's legal in Illinois, isn't it? Because out here they can't expire. That's against the law. Well, they gave me a free one. Like they, it was literally like a week. It was like, hey, oh was yeah, free. I had it and I didn't spend it. mine. I did. I, I meant did. to. I forgot. I, it was, it was yesterday. Son yep. of a bitch. Yep, Five sorry. bucks. Five bucks off. 
So I looked on to see if anything was on sale that was interesting, and Assassin's Creed 3 was 30 bucks. So I got oh, yeah. a, I'm like 25 bucks for Assassin's Creed 3. I'll take that. It's only a couple months old. That's a game I'm still playing. I checked your gamer score, and it doesn't... Because I thought that you had said that you had bought it when it came out, right? I got it... Um, I have it on the PS3. Oh, well, there you go. That explains that. Um, how Did you play it? Did you touch it at all? Yeah, I've played... I like it, but it's such a time suck that I yeah. haven't had a chance to really sit down and... I think it's cool. I think it's really well done. There was one level that I just could not get through, and then so I finally grabbed the iPad while I was playing it and went to a walkthrough thing. I'm like, oh, that's all you have to do? So. Yeah, there's a little bit. It, it they, they definitely don't really hold your hand for this one. Um, there's some stuff that I no. think is sort of assumed that you've played one of the one of the first couple. Did you? It, it, here's my question, Dolan, and, and I don't think this is, again, this is not a spoiler. It's months old or whatever. Did you even make it to playing the main character yet? Yes, I'm finally, I'm, I'm him. First you have to, you get him when he's still like a teenager or whatever, Ugh. and you got to run around and like trap game. There's a bunch of shit yet. It's like, can I just skip ahead <laughs> when he starts killing people? <laughs> and he meets his dad. Well, and and I... his dad doesn't, he doesn't, he knows it's, I forget if he knows it's his dad, but run around Boston or something at the same time. I just want to, I've met George Washington and Ben Franklin. I've met Ben Franklin. I just, I tried to kill one of them just to see if I could alter the future and it wouldn't let me. <laughs> well, they do have, they have DLC. Yeah. That I tried to kill George Washington and it wouldn't let me do it. The tyranny of, of King Washington, though, is is their DLC that I think you, it does, it does break bad and, and he oh, is it? himself king. And I think they have DLC, oh. I'm positive they have DLC called the tyranny of King Washington. And it's uh, and it's assuming an alternate future where he's evil and declares himself monarch. And um, but I, I I heard though that the son that the main character that you end up playing Connor or whatever is not as yeah. interesting as the father. So like I'm kind of I'm partially yeah. looking forward to getting to. Dad the was kind of a badass. Yeah, and and I what I do love about the Assassin's Creed series and this one in particular is it really does feel like a movie. Like it, it, there's yeah. there's you play probably 20 minutes of the game before, like, the, he, he gets to Boston, and there's this great shot of him going up to the crow's nest on this on this ship that he's aboard, and there's this sweeping view of Boston, and then, of course, Assassin's Creed, like, the credits come up, and, like, the credits mm -hmm. roll for the next... It, it definitely has... is one of the better, like, cinematic-feeling games that I've played probably since Assassin's Creed Revelations or Brotherhood or whatever. Um... Well, and then I saw the the trailer for the pirate one. Oh, that's going to be amazing! And it comes out oh, in like pirate, October. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Well, and Warren, actually, that's getting back to your other thing, Gears. I'm not going to get this one, but there's a new Gears of War that came out actually just yesterday. Well, it's not a new game. Yeah, that that was whoa, I'm in there. Uh, that was actually something I had just heard yesterday or the day before. They were talking about how it's not actually a new Gears game. It's, it's a, in the it's Gears. A it's a yeah. prequel, or it's in the universe, but basically because they expect Gears of War 4 or 5 right. or whatever the number they're on to be a launch title for the 720 or Durango or whatever the hell they're calling it. It's also not supposed to be very good. They took out Horde mode, which is one of the best parts of Gears 2 or 3, whenever they added that. 
Mm. I don't even um, know what is horde mode because that was they were also complaining about that. That's it's just on it's just basically you, you hold out as long as you can, uh, yeah, with with human opponents against just an onslaught. It's it's everything else called and this is another reason Saints Row the Third is terrific. Their their multiplayer was was kind of silly and stupid, but their horde mode was spelled W H O R E D. God bless them. Um. I, I got. I'll tell you guys though. I got for for used, and because I had heard great things about the story in this game, um, and it, man, it was it ridiculous. Uh, Spec Ops: The Line. It's a 2K game. Um, it was. It's just like it's kind of a third-person cover shooter. It's a pretty generic third-person cover shooter, but yeah. the story is the biggest mind fuck of any game I've ever played. <laughs> like, and it go. It's like. 14, 15 chapters, um, and it's basically, it's it's almost like, uh, what was that, George Clooney? Three Kings or whatever, like that George Clooney movie, where it's basically three oh, yeah. guys versus an entire army. Um, but you're in Dubai, and you're basically there on, it's all, it's all a battle over water, because it's Dubai, and you're you're there, and it, it's, it's basically a story behind Heart of Darkness. You're even chasing a, a guy named Conrad, um, oh. and... and you're, but but about for the first four or five chapters, everything's like, oh, all right, this is kind of your typical third-person cover shooter. But then all of a sudden, you realize that you can't trust your narrator, like your main guy, <laughs> whether he's insane or not, and it goes batshit insane. Like it is, it is, it has. I I don't like. I'm disturbed thinking back about some of the stuff that I did in this video <laughs> game because like it's. it's great and it's crazy and it like makes you it actually has like the horrors of it's very heart of darkness or apocalypse now esque because you felt horrible at the end of the movie apocalypse now and, and when i finished this game i'm like thank it was great but thank god that's over and fortunately it's all it's less than 10 hours i mean it's probably like a six seven hour game if you blow through it but right. totally worth and just watching these guys just go down like martin sheen's path just this dark Dark path in pursuit of of Conrad was just, ooh, yeah. it was it was dark. It was just dark, <laughs> but good. <laughs> dark, 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 but not bad. Not bad. Yeah, no, I mean, you, like 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 Apocalypse Now and Heart of Darkness are brilliant, um, but man, you don't feel good about watching them or reading them. I, uh, but yeah. I strong. You can probably get it for, I got it for twelve bucks. So it's it's certainly that, worth that, getting through. That's a, a PS3 game, right? I'm sure it was on the PS3 too. Yeah, because it was oh, too good oh. to publish it. I oh, played oh, it on the uh, yeah. Oh, okay. What what the hell am I thinking of? Then the this this uh, SOCOM? exclusive SOCOM. I think is what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's more like a just. That's more of just a military shooter. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's just yeah. Yeah, this was all story driven and like, oh man, it was dark and they, the controls whatever. I mean, like it was it was. It was kind of annoying, actually. A lot of the controls were were bad, but there's a there's a reveal moment that's almost as good. No, not almost as good. I can't say that because Bioshocks was amazing. But um, but it was it was as surprising as Bioshock. But set up and they earned it. Like they earned they earned their like twisting everything on its head moment, and it was it was cool. It was very cool. Nice. So what's uh, the new what's the new Bioshock game called? Infinite. Infinite, yeah. And that comes out this Next Tuesday, week? I think. Next Tuesday. See, I didn't... I mean, I liked Bioshock just fine. Oh, I used the cat again. Um, 
I did not get why everyone was so excited about it. Did like, you I finish didn't, it? Yeah, I finished oh. it. I played all of it. And yeah, it was cool. Found oh, most man. of the little things you could find and all the little videos. And again, I didn't, I didn't dislike it. I enjoyed it, but I didn't see where it was in any way groundbreaking. See, I actually like a lot of people bitch. A lot of people loved it, but said that the gameplay wasn't that great. I thought the gameplay was was innovative, like using the the you know a guy standing in a puddle that you could use electricity on. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, yeah, I liked a lot of that stuff. I just didn't. I, I, I was I was never as excited about it because a lot of people talked about it as though it was when they played it. It was like the first time playing Half Life Two kind of thing, where it just seems like a whole different level. Like it, you know, I th- well, I think I've never seen this time. before. But did you play it in '07 or whatever when it came out? '06. No, it would have been about a year old. Okay, I, I, I think paid, at that I time it like, was. I think I paid like forty bucks for it or something. So it was it, relatively new. I think it was a couple things coming together in a perfect order. That was the best um, environment I think I've ever played in, in yeah. a video game. Like it was, it was brilliant. It was, it was creepy. It was so isolated. It was brilliant. The enemy, the big daddies, were brilliant. Like, the fact that you could pit, pit them against each other. Mm-hmm. The, those audio recordings had some of the creepiest... The voice acting was great. The audio, mm. audio recordings had some of the creepiest things See, I've ever heard. See, after a while, I just stopped listening to the audio recordings. Oh, my God. Did you listen to the one about the puppy? No. I mean, oh, maybe, my God. Maybe if I did, I don't even remember it. I mean, I, after a while, I just got fed up with them. I didn't think the voice acting was particularly good, and I didn't think the writing was all that great. So I just... Oh, Warren... First, just I don't even want to like think about the recording with the puppy. Um, that was the, that was the greatest twist since uh, Knights of the Old Republic, the first Knights of the Old Republic, when you realized that you were. I'm not. I'm not spoiling a ten year old game. I'm like when you're Darth Revan or whatever. No. No. You don't. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, damn it. Would you kindly? It was amazing. <laughs> the fact that you could pit, that you could force big daddies to do your fight your battles for you. I, I thought every part of that game, that that like um, <laughs> steampunk, the whole steampunk environment, the upgrades. I I thought that that game. I Ken Levine. I that, I heard that guy is like an absolute slave driver and is terrible to work for. But man, that guy can write a story. Because I and I thought Bioshock Two was good. Um, I thought the multiplayer was way underrated, and but Bioshock One is one of those like seminal gaming experiences that like I'll I'll always remember that that game. And I'm usually with the guy that's just like playing through a game to get because of the gameplay, and I don't really care that much about plot, which is yeah. why I powered all the way through all the Gears of Wars because there literally is no plot. But um, yeah. But Bioshock. That, that that I'm getting about the lack of plot in in Gear of War. What about what about like one of the first the dentist's office in Bioshock? When it's early on in the game, you you go and they're they're just luring you in with this cabinet filled with all these like collectibles and pickups. When you pick all this stuff up, you turn around. And there's just a splicer standing right by, standing right behind you, not doing anything and just waiting for you to turn around. And it's oh god, that game had so many great eerie. Amazing moment, Sander Cohen with his like, uh, like Mad Hatter, like posing Tea Party people. Oh my God, that game was amazing! And you always knew something bad was right around the corner. Yeah. And you, would you kindly keep moving forward though? Yeah, love that game. Love that game. One of my. What I remember thought it was it. Sorry. The the college I was working for at the time, we took, we got off between Christmas and 
New Year, and I bought it right before Christmas break. And yeah, I was, I'm a grown man who realized <laughs> that I was staying up until like 4.30 in the morning playing this game because I wouldn't realize what time it was. I would think, oh, God, what time is it, like 12.30? And I'd look over like, holy crap. And i keep playing for another hour. So I knew that was a good game because it was like first time since college that I would just sit up and play a game, you know, for that many hours in a row. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a completist when it comes to story-driven games, and I I don't like leaving them. You know, I want to finish it and everything. And that that was a game that by the end I was kind of powering through. I was just kind of pushing. Yeah. You should have listened to more recordings. And just the introduction to Rapture with the plane crash and and Yeah, I mean all that all that stuff was cool. You know, the first I mean uh, the the first half of the game I was I was in it, but then after that I was like just kind of I don't know, man. I, I don't know if it, it just never never really grabbed me. I was just different strokes for different folks, but that is literally one of my top 5s of just the, for, as far as experience goes. Man, what a game. Yeah. I wonder, yeah, I don't even know what my top five would be. I mean, number one for me would be uh, uh, the uh, Half-Life 2. Oh, the yeah. Scene, the, scene, the scene where you're on the, the water boat skimmer thing or whatever, and you come around the corner, and then there's like a, a building falling or whatever. I'd yeah. never seen anything like that before at that point. Half, was, what I loved most about Half-Life 2 was like not having to rely on cutscenes. Like, that was so, it was all just so seamlessly integrated between, right. it was that game, yeah, that's definitely top five, like, as far as, like, game experiences go, and I totally, I totally agree with you on that one, and then the episodes, the follow-up episodes were great, and, but Bioshock is... Actually, number one, probably, for me, would be the first time I turned on uh, the first Sonic the Hedgehog game. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember just being blown away. I was like, oh my god, I have this in my living room? This is amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Mine was um, when it, the first time I played Berserk. I just uh, couldn't believe that you could shoot through the wall. That was great. <laughs> are you going to get the new um, boot of Tomb Raider? Eventually, yeah. Because yeah. they actually, I think... Uh, Microsoft is preparing for their new console not being backwards compatible because they've actually had some really good digital sales. So I had played... They had a couple releases on the 360. Um, I had played through Legend, Tomb Raider Legend, and they had that on sale for 10 bucks. It might still be on sale. I think yesterday might have been the last day for it, though. Legend for 10 bucks. They had um, Underworld, maybe, for 10 bucks. They had, like, the co-op one... That Lara one was Croft supposed to be really good. I never, I never, I never played that one though. I could never get anybody to co-op with me, so I figured, what, what was the point? Legend was good. Underworld was supposed to be really good, and Anniversary was on sale. But I, I don't really feel like playing a now like twenty-year-old game, um, yeah. even if it's got updated graphics. But uh, I, so I picked that up in anticipation of I will eventually get the new Tomb Raider because I've heard fantastic things about that. Yeah, did you see? I have really um, fun memories. I think of the I first one. I think I posted it under our podcast last time. It's not that you guys would have to come to my site to relive these podcasts. But, um, did you see the video of Conan playing the yes. new Tomb Raider? Yes, that's very good. Oh, that was excellent. So for you, so for you, the home viewer, you can go to Discipio and look at last the last podcast, and under it is about a seven-minute video of Conan being hysterical playing. Clueless the Gamer. It's the Clueless Gamer series. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she keeps getting impaled. Yeah. 
He's done. He's done <laughs> it's like, some... I didn't have time to mourn. <laughs> yeah. He's done some <laughs> hilarious ones. Um, he did Skyrim, um, and the guy he did Hitman. Uh, he's 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 pretty pretty great that series. Yeah. I I know I played something else too, but I, did I already talk to you guys about Far Cry Three? Uh, yes, last okay. last yeah. time. That's yeah, what I no, we, we did. Still we did. still getting through that, and it's still 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 quite... making wallets. Exactly. Still still quite good. Still quite good. But I got distracted by Spec Ops, and I got distracted by um. Whatever. Yeah, you play a do. lot more games than I do, buddy. I don't have a wife. It's easier. <laughs> uh, and I work from home, so I can just like stop working for like an hour and be like, eh, I'm gonna play Battlefield for an hour. Yeah. And they probably who do you build? You. It's all getting billed back to this podcast. Good. Oh, okay. Yeah. Check is in the mail, so don't worry. About it. <laughs> all right, movies, Dolan. I got nothing other than the fact that um, on I think this Saturday night this is exciting for us this is this is what you're missing by not being married <laughs> I think on Saturday night we're gonna because we have the 3D TV now I, we're gonna watch even though I've I've heard mixed things about it um, we're gonna watch DirecTV has the Hobbit in 3D oh, yeah. so we're gonna watch it yeah I saw we it I watch, thought it was fine. We can watch them. Don't they have a meal like in real time? You have to sit and watch them eat and listen to them <laughs> talk. Yeah, at least that'll be in three yeah. D. Yeah, but they also was, they're also rotating happens. it with um with Life of Pi in three D. And I've heard the three D even in the home that theater is thing is excellent really for Life of Pi. So yeah. and we'll also see that be, at some point. So it's supposed to be awesome. Yeah, my yeah. buddy keeps trying to get me to go see it so that we could talk about it on my other show. So. Because I'll watch any, any movies about pie. I love <laughs> me some pie. Yeah. So does the does the I don't want I hope it's not a spoiler, but does the tiger fuck a pie? <laughs> American pie? Is that what happens? It's, Actually, don't tell me. I want to see it. <laughs> it's the it's actually the fourth American Pie movie. It's Eugene it's, Levy walks in and catches him, and he's all embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah okay. Well, uh, I've uh, I've seen a bunch of really shitty movies. I don't know if you want to hear about any of those. I saw the uh, uh, the what, what, I don't even remember the name. What the hell? Must the, have been the, good. Yeah, well, it was the Jack and the Beanstalk movie, but I can't remember. The oh, name you talked that. about you talked about that. I talked about that last time. That was pretty yeah. forgettable. I saw the. Uh, I didn't even know what it was until you talked about it, and after you got done, I still didn't know what it was. But... <laughs> yeah. I, I, uh, I, but I knew the, I didn't want to go see it. No, nah, I wouldn't recommend it. I saw the the, the uh, Total Recall reboot, which was not as good as the original, which I wasn't super. I thought was okay, but wasn't great anyway. So, I wouldn't necessarily. I didn't, think it was, I didn't think it was actively bad, though. No, I mean it was it was fine. It was it was just not, you know, it's if. I was not disappointed paying four bucks or whatever it cost to rent yeah. it on Amazon streaming. It was better than the Judge Dread than the Judge Dread reboot. No, that I disagree with. I liked I, I, I liked the uh, like oh. is a strong word. I liked it more than the than the. I, yeah, that's a good question. It was it was more interesting than the Total Recall reboot. Uh, yeah, maybe. Mm. Neither, okay, here's, neither, here's what happens. Here's yeah. what happens when you move. 
Um, we're so far behind in everything now. I actually have, I have two Netflix movies, and I don't know what they are. So this will be exciting. Oh, excellent! Live on TV. We're going to open them and see what I got from my queue. I've had them for a while. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, this is supposed Ooh, to be yeah. a end of end of watch. Oh, Jake oh, it's Gyllenhaal awesome. And and somebody else. I got to watch that. Should, ooh, now, now I have a. Oh, I'm torn. Should I completely spoil it for you right now? <laughs> I'm really, I really hope the second one is porn. The second one is it's rock hard abs in twenty days or something. <laughs> it's not. Well, it's kind of porn. It's um, flight. Oh. Doesn't oh, Denzel yeah. get naked in that? <laughs> I, yeah, I think it opens with him in a hooker or something. But I want to, um, I, I now that I, I want to see the sock puppet version of it. One of the funny things they actually during the Oscars was they, um, they did a sock puppet version of Flight that went on like every Family Guy bit, just a little bit too long. But the start of it was really funny. So I'm, I'm hoping it's on the uh, extras. Yeah. So there you go. I only get two movies. I downgraded a long time ago because I watched so much streaming stuff down to two, but I still get two. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah I, I need to downgrade to none because I'm still sitting on one that I've had for, God, it's been like two months or something. I've wasted so much money just sitting here. I had a movie take, take and, I finally just sent, and I finally just sent it back. I didn't even watch it. I'm That's like, just give me a new one. Yeah, the one I well, the one I have is Take Shelter. It's supposed to be excellent, but it's supposed to be a kind of a tough watch. So yeah. I, yeah. I just keep sitting, you know, it's like, like when I watched Dread the other day, I'm like, I literally was holding Take Shelter and one hand, I'm like, I should really just put this in, watch right. it, and get it over with. Hey, what's on streaming, you know? Right, that's that's how I am a lot. Um, I, I just returned, and it was the same thing, like, I started watching it, I got through, like, one episode, and I'm like, eh, screw this. Uh, but that's there's a history series I think called The Men Who Built America. Yeah. Like Rockefeller and J.P. Morgan and yeah. Vanderbilt and all those guys. And I started watching it, and I was like, yeah, this is okay, this is good, and I could not care less, to be honest with you, at yeah. this point. So um, I, I just sent that back, and I'm probably going to get, like, I don't know, maybe I've got Flight coming up. Yeah. Well, that's on, isn't the Men Who Built America, isn't that, I think it's on History right now? Yeah, probably, yeah, I think it is History, yeah. I'm pretty sure it is, because I looked on our DVR, and we had, like, yeah, the Men yeah, the Men Who Built America version two. So it must be yeah. Men Who Built America more. Um, <laughs> who Built More America. That's right, Puerto Rico. Um, <laughs> I pull, On the Genie, I was looking to see, oh, what have we recorded? And there were like 14 of those. Because I, I don't know if I talked about this last time. My wife does not understand how to, how to set a recording, you know, a, a series. She always puts both. Not first run only, so uh -huh. on a, especially on a cable channel, they just pile up. Uh, so I usually go through and erase all of them because the other thing I've realized is she never watches anything she records ever. Or she'll start watching a movie and she'll decide to record it while she's still watching it, and then she'll watch the whole and not delete it. Movie and she'll just leave it there. She has no intention of ever watching it, but it just sits on the thing. Oh, after a while, I just go through, I just delete anything that's like more than a week old and she's never yelled at me. I like to imagine Dolan, I like to imagine that your, your wife is sitting next to you just <laughs> off screen. <laughs> like with a rolling pin? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't 
No, that wasn't how I was imagining. Just sitting there nodding. Yeah, yeah, that's that's about right. Yeah. Well, she is. <laughs> that's why I love her. She looks just like Ron Santo. That's, 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 why, that's why you married her, huh? Well, I've got some quick ones. Um, I watched... Oh, did I finish? No, I, I wasn't done oh. yet. You guys interrupted me. I'm watching Archer. Oh. I watched, like, four, four episodes of Archer. Probably more like six of the episodes of the most recent season of Archer available on Netflix. So I highly recommend it. I think I think it's funny. Archer, never heard of it. Um, Archer, the, the animated <laughs> TV. Show. I'm just kidding. Like yeah, that's one of one of the best <laughs> shows on TV right now. Right. Yeah. One of okay. The now shows. go on. I'm done. That was okay. it. All right. Well, I've just got. I'm just gonna run up because most of these are old. Um. Well, not old. But I did. I I had. I don't know if I had ever actually sat down and watched the Bad News Bears, the original Bad News Bears. Uh, oh my god! All the way through. So I I made a. I, I'm sure I, I know I'd seen bits and pieces. It's one of those things play. that WGN just kind of plays on loop from about two a.m. to about eight a.m. every every day. So I feel like you need to see it uncut though. And oh, you was, have to. Was, oh my god! It's... I'm just gonna steal just that just just that audio clip. You'll see, <laughs> You'll it, see it uncut. And um, me going, oh, you have to. You have to. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, of course it's great. Walter Matthau's great, and it's fun. It's fun, and it was nice to There's see There's nothing Walter not... Matthau can't make great. Yeah, except for grumpy or old men, or grumpy old men. Or both yeah, we will and there's just so many... The, the, the movie, it's perfect. The, yeah, it... They it, There's just enough. They don't overplay the fact that kids swearing is funny. They don't uh-huh. overplay it, because... They just, there's they swear through the whole movie, but there's always seems to be a point yes. to it, and there's little stuff too, like at the like there's that whole kind of scene at the beginning where there's no sound. It's just you hear like yep. the sprinklers and stuff going. He pulls in in that ridiculous convertible, opens up a Budweiser, yep. pours some of it out, drinks a little more, grabs some booze, pours it in the top of it, and then just like wanders into the, yeah. <laughs> into the yeah. field with it. He gets yeah. drunk and passes out on the mound throwing batting practice. Yep. He gets the kids to clean pools and gets Timmy Lupus to we make an excellent this is an excellent martini. I'm not <laughs> kidding, it's an excellent martini. There's just so much great stuff. There's the the Aguilar twins are like my favorite characters ever. They don't speak a lick of English. Yeah. And I actually have and I, I thought it was in the closet here but it's upstairs. I actually own a, a Bears Chico's Bail Bond jersey. I found <laughs> it on eBay a few years ago and bought it. Nice. And um uh, well, and I love the fact that it has tender moments, but it's not like saccharine. Like it's not yeah. like you never. He's right. he's he's still a grumpy old man. Like he's never, it's never Disney eyes. Well, that, is, actually, that that reminds me. I had, uh, I just like two or three days ago, I saw Slapshot for the first time with Paul Newman. And man, that is a oh, really another, good movie. Oh, that is terrific. an excellent movie. Um, what's funny is c- c- to compare that against Goon, another movie we've talked about. Yeah. Talked about. And like they're basically the same movie, but it's weird how they are very much of their era. Yeah, you know, it's like Slapshot doesn't have a happy ending. Nope. I mean, you can it's it it ends. I, I guess it's happy for I don't remember even the name of the character, but I mean for Newman, it's not Brilliant. a happy ending. Oh yeah, no. and it was uh, a happy ending for me because they uh, um, they yell at the. Um, the play-by-play announcer for his ridiculous toupee. Yeah. What is that thing on your head? Whatever he yells. <laughs> That's great. No, I mean, there were, there were just uh, laugh-out-loud funny parts that still hold up because a lot yeah. of so comedies that, from the era are that, not, don't hold that up. That great scene at the beginning where that guy's interviewing the goalie. 
and he's trying to get him to explain what a penalty is. <laughs> when you do something wrong, and then you go to the box and you feel shame. Yeah. <laughs> What's sticking? Well, it's when you do this. <laughs> Just like that, a grunt. <laughs> it's like Caddy Shack. That that That's the dog that saved Charlestown. Yeah, fuck that dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that holds up well. Like Caddy Shack. Really, really does. Yeah. Um, and then Dolan, I, I wanted to um, to see if you were right, and you absolutely work. I gave John Benjamin has a van a shot. John, oh um, God, terrible! Has a van? It's not. It's the guy who does Archer's voice. Um, I was so excited. Action. And then I watched one show. of those and went, oh, no. Yeah, it's really, not, it's really uncomfortable. And I, st- I, it, it's, it's just bad. It's just bad. It's like I feel like it's like sketch, sketches that I would have written when I was like. 16. Um, yeah, it was not good. The um, Comedy Central show that is good, and I talked about it a little bit because I wanted to steal one of the segments. I still do, but I didn't, I didn't do any homework for it again. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, is the Jesselnik Offensive, yeah. Anthony Jesselnik's show. It's funny. I mean, I, I, know, I like him because he's mean, and he's, he's, he's actually meaner on the show than he's pretty much ever been. I mean, you expect to be mean as, in a roast. Um, I just really like that show. I like the way they do the panel. Um, and I like his little segments. Some of them are continue week to week, and some are new. Um, but yeah, I re- I really like that show. I know well, it'll only be on for like ten weeks, but it's pretty good. I think those those roasts are just one of the worst things that's on TV. But once Greg Giraldo died, uh, Jesselnick I thought was the only actual good comic on yeah. that regularly was on those roasts. Like his he actually writes jokes. Like he actually has a he's good. I think he's very funny. I keep well, and if, if you follow him on. If you follow him on Twitter, he only tweets when a celebrity dies, and then he makes awful jokes about them. <laughs> it's great. That's the only time he'll tweet. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, I well, speak, that's a good segue. Into, I went on a long stand-up comedy stretch, and I started with the comedians of comedy, the movie. And yeah, it's, that's um, very good. Ah, I only made it about a half hour into it because no, I, I liked it. Oh, the woman though. Patton Oswalt and Patton Oswalt, I find it so fucking yeah. obnoxious. I like Brian He's almost Posehn. ruining. Prosane's good, and I love uh, Galifianakis. But yeah. I didn't even make it to him because I find Patton Oswalt. He's almost ruining Justified for me because he's so fucking annoying to me. That and like I don't get he. I think a lot of people think that he's like the hip, like comic for geeks. No, he's just an, He's just a little asshole. Yeah, he's terrible, and he's not a good comic. He doesn't yeah. write good jokes. So then I had to I had to cleanse him. So I watched Brian Regan, the epitome of hyperbole, which is I, I was that was the the epitome of hyperbole, mm-hmm. um, based on one of his jokes. And and I love I've seen Brian Regan twice live. He is probably my favorite comic. And the epitome of hyperbole comes from he's like I was doing a show one time, and this guy comes up to me after the show. He's like, man, he's like you pronounce every sh- every single word in your in your. Sh- set wrong. He's like, well, if that is the epitome of hyperbole. <laughs> I love Brian Regan. He's clean. He's brilliant. It was another great special for him. And then I watched, uh, these are these are streaming, by the way, Brian Regan. Brian Regan has a couple streaming that I've already seen, and, and but the, the epitome of hyperbole was, was on there. Then I watched Louis C.K. It was live at the Beacon Theater, also terrific. And I watched some Eddie Izzard dressed to kill, which was... Yeah, I love, love Eddie Izzard. I, love well, I don't Eddie love Izzard. him. I don't love him. <laughs> don't way. say that. Uh, yeah. I think but I, I love his comedy. 
I think I love him more as an actor. I think his jokes are brilliant, but I think his yeah. delivery sucks. Like I, I, I think like his jokes are his jokes are some. He is a total comic comic. He writes some of the sharpest, cleanest, like cleanest, like tightest, well, most well well written jokes. But like his, he, he, he kind of gets muddled in the delivery. Like it, it's kind of frustrating. Well, he mumbles a lot. Yeah, he mumbles yeah. a lot for effect. Uh, yeah, um, Dolan, your uh, your mic's starting to go. Nah, I'm just gonna ride through it. <laughs> <laughs> just ride it out. Okay, well, you're you're fixing that. I'll I'll get. I got one more stand up one, and then I I got an actual movie. Um, so then I, because of Pat, I when I, I cleansed Pat Oswalt. One of the other comics that everybody fucking loves, but I hate, is David Cross. So I I love him as as Tobias Funke, um, oh, but I okay. his stand up is he's so he reminds me of the male Kathy Griffin, where he's so bitter that he hasn't made it bigger than he has. That all he does is gets pissed off at other more successful comics. Mm-hmm. So he has let America laugh. David Cross let America laugh. I probably made it halfway through that, and I was like. I can't watch you anymore. He's so annoying. And there's this horrible, horrible... I mean, he's just a bad person, I think. So He's at this club, this smaller club, and he's playing this club, and this guy, the owner, he starts ripping the owner in the middle of the set. And so the owner, after the set, he's like, get the fuck out. I don't know if they pulled him off the stage, but he's like, get the fuck out of my club. You're never coming back. And so this little shit, I if I was the owner, I would have knocked him the fuck out. He's mm-hmm. taking forever in the green room. He's like trying to pretend that like he's getting his bag together. And he's just he's just being a prick to this poor club owner that right. put him on. And like I, he's just this smarmy little shit. And he's a little weasel. And I don't, I do not like that dude. And and he did nothing to disprove my my distaste for him. Mm-hmm. And his stand up isn't good either. He thinks he's more clever than he is, and he's not. I I feel like we talked about it like when we first started this podcast. The Seinfeld did that um, online show, comedians in cars getting coffee. Did we talk about that? Uh, we, yeah, it sounds. I I know I, I talked about it. it. I don't know if I talked about it with you guys or not. Go on, whatever. An old car, and they the because um, there's the Brian Regan one is awesome. It's just really funny. And the one with um, uh, Super Dave Osborne is yeah, great. Yeah, that's pretty good. And I think my favorite one, though, is he goes over to Carl Reiner's house because Mel Brooks has dinner every night at Carl Reiner's house. So it's just the three of them for, like, 40 minutes oh. just talking. And it's just awesome. That's brilliant. So it's called, um, yeah, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. And it's coming yeah. back for season two. Yeah, the, right. the one the one with uh, Alec Baldwin's also pretty good because it's you realize about yeah. halfway through that Alec Baldwin it never actually plays a character. <laughs> he, oh yeah, he he is uh, he is Jack Donaghy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, and then one thing that I actually watched that was an actual film was uh, Christopher Nolan following Christopher Nolan. Um, oh, okay, the following. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. I didn't like it that much, to be honest which, with you. Wait, wait, which one is that? Who's it's, in it? it? It's I didn't know anyone. Because um, that was like his first movie, and, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was like black and white, um, and it was basically about these guys who literally start following people, and then they like break in their houses and steal stuff, and then one guy falls in love with the girl, and 
I don't know. I can't find the tedious. I was doing something else as I was watching it. It's probably brilliant. And, I, and then Batman shows up. Yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't. I didn't particularly care for it to be honest with you. It and then Nikola Tesla. It's just you know things get weird, man. You gotta spin your totem, and if it tips over, it turns out you're not asleep. Or, I, I don't know. All that. It's, I still <laughs> I still don't know how most of that is supposed to work. So whatever. <laughs> So, yeah, whatever. Not that good. I mean, yeah. You can see the makings of Christopher Nolan plot twists and smart things in there, but uh, I was not I was not intrigued enough by it to put down whatever I was working on and actually pay attention for 70 minutes, so. Yeah. All right. Well, well is that... Uh, are we good to go? Is that <laughs> it? Have we talked long enough? That. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, on that note, I'm going to say that we are going, going... And we are going.